1: And Senderov sits in! Philippe Senderov scores his first goal in an Arsenal jersey.
0: That game, that day at the Bernabeu, was the day that I was the most uh, nervous in my whole entire life. I remember throwing up before the game on the field, um, before the the ref uh, blew, because I was actually living my dream. So this was my dream, playing at the Bernabeu against Real Madrid. uh, For Arsenal, that was was my dream as a kid. I wanted to do that uh, in my life, and I was actually living it. So... Uh, that's uh, one of my best memories on a, on a football field.
1: Hello and welcome to In Lockdown. I'm Josh James. Before we get to today's guest, just a reminder to make sure that you're all subscribing wherever you get your podcast from so that you never miss an episode. Today we're in lockdown with Philippe Senderos. Philippe made more than 100 appearances for the club and played alongside some of the greatest players in our history. So Philippe, thanks for your time. And, and first of all, how are you and where are you speaking to us from today? Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, I'm in London at the moment. That's right. Well, let's um turn the clock back for this interview and and go back to when you first uh, joined Arsenal. So, what was it that that helped you make that decision? Was it when you when you met Arsene Wenger? Tell us about the the process a bit of when you signed.
0: Yeah, he came a couple of times to Geneva. Uh, we spoke um, on the phone and we spoke um, when he when he came over and um you know the, the fact that he spoke french uh, helped my uh, helped me to take a, this decision obviously um then he he never promised me anything he just told me that if i worked hard enough um i would get my chance in the first team and you know um i i rather have uh, this type of conversation and uh, a realistic uh, way of speaking as a, as opposed to someone telling me look you're going to walk straight into this team and and uh, just come and sign for us, you know? So this was a bit his, um, uh, what he had to say. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed that. And we spoke about football, you know? Um, um, I love football. And uh, all I want to hear is uh, is talking about football. So um, that was uh, something that, why I chose Arsenal is because we, we spoke about football and my development and,
1: and what we want to do on the field. So you said that there were plenty of clubs after. you. I mean, all all the biggest clubs. You were the hottest property in European football in terms of you know young defenders out there. Did you feel a lot of pressure when when you when you joined Arsenal as to the expectations, even though you were so young?
0: Well, um, no, not really. I mean, Arsene Wenger made it clear for me. You know, if I worked hard and if I kept my head, I, w- I would get a chance. And you know, that's all I needed. I I just wanted to work hard and and adapt myself to to the game in in the UK um to the premier league and and you know to be part of this uh, invincible team was an amazing uh, learning uh, experience you know day in day out in training was uh, was special really special for me to to be part of this and maybe i needed this time to to settle down and 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 to build from that you know for the next year uh, it's a big jump from the swiss league to the premier league so for sure, I needed a little bit of time. Uh, the injury, of course, didn't help, but at least I, I was there to to observe and, and to learn from from the big champions that we had at the time.
1: So what was life like off the pitch, away from the, the game? Because you were living in digs with a, a landlady, weren't you? And with Ses with Fabregas?
0: Yeah, with a young boy from Barcelona who, could, <laughs> who, cared, who couldn't speak any English and um yeah we arrived um Johan Juru came in at the same time as well uh, which was good because I, I had a familiar face someone from Geneva and um he, he we were. they decided to put him with another family and to put sesk with me because I could speak Spanish so uh, they put Sesk with me and um and our landlady Noreen and uh, we stayed there for about a year but at the beginning was just uh, for for Sesk to to be able to speak to someone and to learn a bit of English, and for for me it was amazing to to have a, like a, a little brother next to me and to experience you know um, London and experience what what it's like to be part of a, such a big club and um, and to you know go to training and and live the the life of a professional. It was a very very good uh, experience for us, which um, you know we we still keep a, a very good relationship to this day because of the of the experiences that we we made in in that time.
1: must have been great for you to have someone else that you could talk to about your experiences um, and both being on a a real upward curve.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was very, very early. Um, He started a few games before um, I started. Um, You could see in training, as soon as he he came in, you could see how special he was as a player. You could see the game... uh, Earlier than everyone else, he was faster. He was playing one twos around World Cup winners. It was incredible to see. Really, Sesk was uh, the the fact. That the way I think about it is like he was playing in a garden with his friends. Um, he I don't think he realized at the time how where he was and who he was playing against, or he didn't care. Uh, he was so talented and he still is, um, and so ahead of, uh, of 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 his time that uh, it
1: was frightening to see so for you obviously we said that injuries really hampered your first season but did you feel still like part of that that squad um because you're on the parade at the end the victory parade and you're in the dressing room with the with the trophy at the end of the season did you feel like you were really part of the of the squad
0: i was part of the squad i was in the dressing room obviously i i, I left the tro- i i left the trophy but it, it well, i didn't play a minute so uh it wasn't as special as it, it would have it could have been the atmosphere in there, and uh, people were determined to to win, and and knew they were gonna win, and they were real winners and big uh, characters. So yeah, um, I did feel part of the team, um, but yeah, of course, I would, I wish I I would have played, but I did
1: uh, celebrate uh, with everyone, so that
0: that was <laughs> that was good.
1: I bet I bet there's some good memories there. Um, so. It was October 2004 when you eventually made your debut that to be very patient uh, against Manchester City in the League Cup. Yeah, let,
0: let's put it back into uh, perspective. Uh, it's a very different Manchester City at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, a lot of us uh, from the from the reserve team made uh, our debut on that day. So every single time I I put that shirt on was a uh, a real pride and and I feel very proud to this day to to have played for Arsenal uh, so many times and and to have defended the colors because um you know whether you play good or bad or or, or what um my my thought was always to give everything and uh, I think people who know me and people who've seen me uh, throughout my career they know that every time I, I was on that field I, I would give my all uh, for the team and you know, that, that's uh, what I keep um, from my memories That Arsenal was really this, that I always gave my, uh, my 100% and I always
1: tried uh, to help the team. Yeah, because you were still a teenager at the time when you, when you broke into the team and that season and then you, you got into the Premier League team as well and then went on, of course, to play in the FA Cup final.
0: Yeah, amazing, uh, amazing run, really, in the, in the FA Cup. Uh, we beat some good teams and then we got to the final um, I remember Sol being injured a few weeks before, and um, and had been playing. I had some rhythm, and, and Arsene was really fair, you know, um, with with every single player. If you've been playing and and you've had a good run, and uh, whoever you are, whether you're 19 or or 30, um, you will keep your place because the the team needs this uh, this continuity, you know. So um, he did that with me, and uh, you know. To this day, it's one of my uh, proudest moments to, to, to have my family there and uh, and to win a, a cup for, for Arsenal, for sure.
1: I want to take you back to that day, Philippe, that FA Cup final in 2005. It's Manchester United team that we faced in that final had all, all of their great players, didn't it? Just tell us about your feeling going into that game. Were you, were you nervous? I mean, you're still so young, just starting out in in English football. What were your overriding emotions going into that game?
0: No, I think at that age you don't realize the stage you're at, and and you just fearless. So, uh, me, I was just playing for Arsenal and continuing what I've been doing, and that was the the message from the manager and and from my uh, my teammates who helped me a lot throughout that time. Uh, all I wanted to do is get out there and play to my to my best, you know, without thinking, and and that was that's the strength of a, a young player, you know, not to, not to realize. Uh, where you are and uh, who you're playing against. Uh, For me, it was just uh, an amazing experience, for sure, to play in that FA Cup final that would stay with me uh, for the rest of my life. But at the time, it's true that I didn't realise where I was and who I was playing against. Um, I probably had the posters of of most of the players that I was playing with and against (laughs) um, on my
1: bedroom walls from when I was a kid, and, and, and there I was, you know, so... And the defense did their part that day. We kept the clean sheet, so we needed to do and then and go and win it on penalties.
0: Yeah, you know, if you look back at the game, we we probably didn't uh, didn't deserve it. But what is it? You know, it's a cup. We won it, and and in the end, yes, we did deserve it. Uh, it was a difficult game. Uh, Manu, uh, we were, were very good at the time, but uh, we took uh, we took our chances. Um, even uh, with ten players, we we had some chances, and yeah, there you go. Uh, penalties decided it.
1: Yeah, so let's move on to the next season then. Um, and it was dominated by that that Champions League uh, run, really, to the final. I just want I'm going to read out some names, and you've got to tell me what they've all got in common. So it's Wesley Schneider, Robinho, Ronaldo, Zinedine Zidane, David Beckham, Raúl, David Trezeguet, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Pavel Nedved, Diego Forlan, and Raquelme. What have they all got in common, Philippe?
0: <laughs> that Champions League run of course yeah that Real Absolutely.
1: Team, that Juventus team and that Villarreal team and none of those players scored against scored against Arsenal when you were playing so i mean you must be particularly proud of that record
0: yeah no exactly no and it's a team uh, it's a team effort you know um the defenders were always the first ones to get blamed uh, with the goalkeepers but um, you know that was a nice uh, achievement uh, that as a team we we uh we we did and um yeah, we keep it uh, for, for a long time. I don't think uh, anyone beat it um, until now. It was a special moment, special run. Uh, not many people expected anything from us in the Champions League. And um, and we were, a hybrid was a real fortress for us at, as well. Mm-hmm. But that uh, Real Madrid game um, away um, with an amazing uh, Henri goal. But that, that, that game was, uh, for me, one of my... Uh, best memories in in an Arsenal shirt and in a, on a football pitch in general. Uh, my dad is Spanish, so um, he he also is from very close to Madrid. So he supported Real Madrid all his life, and me growing up, uh, I always looked uh, you know at, at at Real Madrid being a an amazing team and a team that I would love to play for in, in the future, and um, and that game that day at the Bernabeu was the day that I was the most uh, nervous in my whole entire life. I remember throwing up before the game on the field um, before the the ref uh, blew because I was actually living my dream. So this was my dream, playing at the Bernabeu against Real Madrid the, for Arsenal. That was uh, that was my dream as a kid. I wanted to do that uh, in my life, and I was actually living it. So uh, that's uh, one of my best memories on a on a football field
1: and you must your confidence must have been so high from from the way that your career had, had really started at Arsenal we you mentioned winning the FA Cup then the next season playing so well in the Champions League so how difficult was it to miss out on the final i remember between the two um,
0: legs of uh, the Villarreal game we had um we played against spurs in the league and um i hurt my knee um in the second half and i had to come off and um, I missed a couple of or well, two three games, and uh, and the end of the season, and I, I was I was very scared that I wasn't gonna make the 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 final because I I missed the semi final because of that injury, and um, the se- the second leg of the semi final because of that injury, and then I I was really scared that I wasn't gonna make the the final, and you know after everything that you said and and the huge run that we made in the Champions League to to miss out on the final would have been a um, Heartbreaking for me, so I did everything to to come back. Really, I did everything. I I was in every single day, uh, no days off until the final. From that moment on, and uh, I, I remember being on. I think uh, every single day at uh, training for for a month uh, continuously just to make that final. And um, I started training. I think a week before the the Champions League final, which was a week after or two weeks after the the end of the league, um, uh, the Premier League. Uh, I started training and I really wasn't feeling good. I I, I was struggling to to even pass the ball. Uh, But, you know, I had to make the the squad and be on the bench at least. So uh, I I worked hard. I worked hard and got a bit better. And I think the the manager saw that and and he he put me on the bench for the the final, which was, you know, already a great achievement considering where I was a a month before where I I, I was not going to make it. So um, you know, Sol played in the in the meantime, and he did really well. And uh, it's uh, right enough the way you know things go in football. Uh, if you're playing and you're doing well, um, the manager's gonna keep the same team, and and you know that's what happened. And and he scored in the final, so that was yeah. amazing. We all we were all
1: celebrating until uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> until uh, the referee blew it.
1: <laughs> yeah, until it went wrong. Um, so how does that work then when you find out that you're not going to be playing that you're going to be on the bench is that on the day of the game the day before does it, does the manager have a one on one or is it a team meeting how does that work
0: I don't I don't um, normally um you can uh, see it uh, in the week if not you will see it the day before or two days before where uh, the manager puts the his team out I don't I don't remember if the manager had um, the boss had a, a meeting with me personally Um, because it was pretty clear at that time. uh, I think that I wasn't going to be 100% fit uh, to start the game, but I might be able to be on the bench. So Uh, I don't remember. He might have uh, had a conversation with me just to be clear. Look, Phil, um, I know you've been hurt, but the team has played in the meantime and uh, this is how it's going to go. He he might have done that, yeah.
1: So generally, what was your relationship like with Arsene Wenger? Because you're both... um... Both speak many languages. You speak a few languages, don't you, Philippe? I, I'm sure you've had uh, many conversations with Arsene about football down the years, but what was he like as a, as a manager for you?
0: He was very good, very good for me, um, for my development, for, um, for my learning experience. Um, he, he taught me a lot of things um, on the field and off the field, you know, how to behave, how to become the person that I want to become, and, and to be uh, the strongest that I can on, on the field. Uh, we had a very good relationship, and we still do. Um, I saw him uh, a few weeks back, and um, and we keep this uh, this good relationship. I think he's a he's a great uh, man who has a, a an amazing um, brain, <laughs> and uh, I'd love to to have more conversations about football with, with him uh, now that um, he's not uh, working at Arsenal, so so I can pick his brain a little bit.
1: you played 25 games the next season and it culminated with that that league cup final um the when chelsea came from behind to beat us at the millennium stadium uh, didier droppert scored two that day would you would you say is your toughest opponent you faced i think at the time he was the toughest
0: opponent for for many defenders um, you know people might have put me in uh, as uh, as if i i struggled a lot against him i think i i struggled against uh, a few uh, opponents not only him and and i'm not the only one i think (laughs) let's put it uh, that way um but uh, i did have some good games against him and against others it's just that you know of course it's the uh, the biggest stage and arsenal is one of the best teams so of of course uh, you know the criticism will be uh, Will be higher against those uh,
1: those players. Yeah, we we spoke about when you're a young player that you you are fearless and maybe you don't even realize yourself at the time, you know how big an occasion is. But is the other side of that when you do get criticism? Is it is it harder to deal with? Is it harder to shake off without that experience?
0: Yeah, I mean I think nowadays it's even harder for for the younger players to to get criticized because you you can get it on social media everywhere all day uh, and all the time, you know. Um, At my time, there wasn't any social media yet. And I think uh, maybe we had this advantage. But, um, yeah, the criticism is part of the game, is part of something that um, that people have to comment on on the games, uh, whether it's positive or negative, and you have to deal with it somehow. Um, I was lucky that I had good people around me uh, that could help me through the the difficult times. I don't think it affected me more than um, other people, but um, you know, uh, that's the perception of of people that it might do. But I I, I probably don't agree. Um, I try to, like I said, give my best every single time on the field, and um, and um, always always done that. You know, people who know me, they they know that
1: that's what I was doing. The Attention on football is so huge, and you and you mentioned it's even bigger now with with social media. Do you think enough is done to look after players when they are still, you know, nineteen, twenty, um, in the full glare of of public attention, that the criticism can go overboard? At sometimes, do you think there's enough care from coaches, from people around the club, to make sure that it, it's not getting to players too much?
0: I mean, the, there is already uh, some um, some people at the clubs uh, who who look after this. I think there could be more for sure um, to help young players develop and and make sure that uh, these things don't affect them and that uh, that they they continue on their way, you know, to do uh, whatever they they need to be doing. Um, there should be more, maybe, but the, there is already a few things in, in place. Yeah, for sure. Um, would, they, would it have helped me if I had uh, more help? No, I had uh, the help of the manager, of my family and uh, and of uh, very good friends and teammates. So uh, for me, it was, uh, w- was good to have these people, for sure.
1: And how would you describe your relationship with the Arsenal fans during that time? I always
0: had a very good relationship. I always had lots of people uh, coming up to me in the street and... and and cheering for me and still today you know I'm I'm remembered as an Arsenal player you know I'm not remembered at, Oh, I remember you played for Fulham yeah I, I did play for Fulham and I'm very proud uh, to have done that but people remember me uh, for, all over the world for my uh, for my Arsenal time and you know I'm very proud of that as well
1: so 2007 08 turned out to be your last full season at the club how how do you look back on that year
0: yeah um Pretty difficult, I think. They we signed a few players, and um, and I, I I wasn't getting uh, so many games, and you know I was seeing okay I might might be coming to an end. Um, I was thinking about the, the Euros as well, so I wanted to to prepare the Euros as well as I as I could, and um, December time I or November I already had some discussions with uh, discussions conversations with uh, Arsene. And I wanted to to find a way to get more games to prepare the the European Championships. I think um, the players who were Arsenal were doing well and uh, they they didn't really need me. I was fifth um, in the ranking order, so I wasn't really getting even uh, on the bench. Fourth, fifth. And um, so um, we we had a very clear conversation. You know, my time might have come. And uh, uh, I was uh, was thinking uh, maybe... To move already in January, um, it didn't happen, uh, and then we waited till the end of the season. Um, it was clear that uh, I was gonna go somewhere to to get more minutes and and to continue my development. And and you know, um, if if it's not at Arsenal, it was gonna be somewhere else. Of course, I'm. I, I didn't want to leave Arsenal because it's the the best team um, that I've played for, and uh, and I'm very very close to uh, everything to do with arsenal but uh, at the time i needed to continue my uh, my career and it might have been the, the the right moment
1: so you were you were loaned out first of all weren't you? you went to ac milan so you you were there thinking i'll only be here short term and i'll and i'll finish back at arsenal or were you thinking if i impress here i can get a full time move here what was your what was in your mind really there
0: yeah i still had a year after the year loan that i had i still had a year contract with arsenal so for me, it was a, an experience. I really, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go back to Arsenal unless someone buys me in, in that summer. But, you know, it, it might not have been likely at the time. I don't know. Um, So I still had a contract. I wanted to learn as much as possible and, and come back to Arsenal fresh at the end of that year. Um, of course, when you're somewhere, um, when I am somewhere, I try to give my 100% again and uh, I try to leave... Um, like they are in in that country, and and I joined the family at Milan, and and I'm very thankful for that. You know, my first day, some players were leaving, the, and I was arriving, and those players were crying. You know, and the whole team um, hugged them, and and it was amazing to see that you know people were leaving AC Milan and were crying. You know, it taught me a lot of things about where I was uh, where I was uh, arriving and um and straight away set the set the tone of you know this is where what i'm i'm going to do from now on i need to work hard and and
1: integrate myself and make sure i'm part of the group how would you describe the the rest of your career after that what were the highlights and what were the frustrations for you
0: yeah i mean i had an amazing time i had an amazing time in um in Fulham, uh, I mean, I played for Everton. When I came back to Arsenal, I, I spent uh, half the year at Arsenal. I didn't get many games. Then I moved on to to Everton, um, also joining in a, an amazing team with a, a great manager, and then uh, went on to play for Fulham for three and a half years. Then I had an opportunity to go to Valencia, um, uh, but Fulham was a, a very special time. You know, if you've been at the cottage, you know how special it is play there, and uh, it's a very nice part of the world as well. So that was a that was very good and a very good part of of my life. I made very good friends, and in, in that time um, at Fulham, a lot of the players I played with, I, I've kept in touch. Um, maybe because the you know the club is is so familiar, so uh, smaller than, than Arsenal, you create other different type of uh, relationships between people, and maybe that that that's one of the reasons. That I don't know. Uh, Valencia was a, a very good time for me very short but full of uh, of emotions we went on to to play um a, a Europa League uh, semi-final we lost in the in the last minute that semi-final at home we were qualified and uh, and one of the Sevilla players scored in, in the last minute last kick of the game and we we got knocked out so that was uh, heartbreaking but uh, full full of emo- emotion then i played for a, a few other teams and yeah um going back to going to america was a um, a very good uh, decision for me i needed that that um in my life at that time i think um the teams that i had been in in europe um i wasn't at the level probably that uh, uh, was required uh, especially towards the end i'm, I'm being honest here and uh, <laughs> or didn't get the the right opportunities uh, for me to to get into the game um
1: and then what was that down to what was that down to Philippe? was that down to i know you had back problems didn't you
0: yeah i had a, quite a few during my career I had a, a lot of injuries um maybe due to the fact that i'm i'm very uh intense as a person and as a player and um maybe that's the downside of of being so intense and Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to reflect now that I've stopped my career. Why I got so many injuries? I mean, some sometimes the body, you know, the fact that the biomechanics, uh, the the way your body works, um, is a is a reason. And another one is also your your mental aspect and how you are as a person. Um, it it can affect for sure. Um, I mean, a series of injuries um, happen because one injury, uh, one big happens and then it's a kind of a chain,
1: you know I, yeah, it leads to another one and your body is exactly. always trying to recover
0: yeah so in my first session at fulham i pulled my uh, achilles so complete rupture of my achilles and that you know still i was i was quite young and um and i still had to battle through and and come back and and from then on i i got uh, many injuries uh, maybe due to to that yeah um,
1: but uh you know so, what have the doctors and, and physios said about that? Is it um, at right at the start of the interview? You mentioned that you were playing when you were four or five, um, yeah. and had played quite a lot of football before you even joined Arsenal. Do you think that th- there's anything in in your um, development as a, as a really young player that might have ha- caused problems later down the line?
0: It's possible.
1: It's possible. I was
0: playing against adults at sixteen, so it, you know, maybe for my body type, uh, it was a little bit too early. Um, but at the same time, it's what got me my chance to go to Arsenal. You know? So it's difficult to look back and to say oh, this is this is the reason why, you know. Um, um, I think it's a combination of factors and one of them might be this, yeah, that I've played uh, quite early and for my body type and the type of... Um, Of person that I am maybe would have been too early but uh, the flip side on the flip side uh, if I didn't do these things I I might not have had the career that I've had so
1: no of course yeah so you mentioned as well how much you love love the sport love playing football must be difficult for you to stop
0: yeah no definitely Uh, no like I said me I I live for this I watch football all day and I breathe and eat and everything football Uh, this is what I love to do and and i will uh, i will continue to love uh, the sport and what i do um whoever played with me or knows me personally know how how much i i am passionate about the sport and and how serious i i take um, my daily course you know this is uh, really something that i i'm i'm proud of is been a having worked uh, hard and uh, been uh, very professional uh, what does profession being professional mean is uh, taking what you do on a daily basis um, seriously and and making sure you do it properly you know i rather do a shorter amount of training but uh, doing it properly than do 4 hour training and and not do anything uh, productive or constructive you know i think that's um, one thing that i've uh, learned in, in my career is to do things
1: properly so did you ever think about um, what you would do after your playing days when you were younger, when you were, when you were playing for Arsenal? Did you ever stop and think, oh, I'd like to be a coach one day? Or did you think, this is, this is years in the future, I don't have to think about this yet?
0: Yeah, for, for many years I didn't. Uh, but then um, I started to, to think, uh, what else um, am I interested in? And, and really, there's not much else. You know, I, I love football. Uh, of course uh, a lot of other things interest me but uh, it's not something that I'm that passionate and um, you know I've been lucky enough to to have this job um, um this passion as a job and um and to be so passionate about something and and do it on, on a daily basis um, it's very difficult to find again in in your life but if you can stay in football and continue to to live this uh it's the best thing so uh, early Early um, in, in my career, I, I, I thought, yeah, I'd like to do something in football. So I, I started to do my uh, coaching badges and I'm, I'm still in the process of, of doing them. And um, um, I've started the sporting director course uh, with the Spanish Federation, and that's every week in Madrid. Um, so I'm, I'm doing that course uh, at the same time as uh, I'm doing my uh, coaching badges.
1: Moving around the world um, in your job, how difficult is it on the family? I know you've got a young family now as well, but to just uproot and move at almost—you know—it could be any minute, couldn't it? You could be told, right, we don't want you anymore, or or you decide you're moving on. How difficult is it for people around you when you have to constantly move um, as a footballer?
0: I mean, it's not—it's not easy for me. It's amazing. Uh, I love to play football and <laughs> and and to move and to get to know uh, different cultures and. and... And football cultures, etc. But uh, yeah, it, it it's difficult for the family. Um, I have uh, two children, and and my son, who is five, has moved, uh, has lived in five, six different homes already, and a few few different countries. So you know, it's not easy. Uh, but uh, we, it will come a time where we'll be a bit more settled.
1: Yeah, and and are they? Um, has your son showing any interest in in following in your footsteps?
0: Well, I'm trying to, you know, his first uh, football shirt was an Arsenal shirt. how oh, good. Trying to, you know, teach him how, how things are done around here. So,
1: Thanks for your time, Philippe. That was fantastic. And if you've enjoyed today's chat at home or any of our previous episodes, you can help us out by leaving a review and a rating. We'll be back with another episode soon. So bye for now and thanks for listening.